0: movie hour episode 164 december 29th 2011 have a fantastic new year's everyone thank you for listening good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the rick moranis honey i shrunk the movie hour i'm your host greg maloney for tonight's episode, I am joined by our usual fare: my brother James and everyone's favorite sixth man, Jeff. Welcome, gentlemen!
1: Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy New Year! All that fun
2: stuff. Definitely, I'm the, I'm the Corliss Williamson of the <laughs> podcasting world.
0: <of> time. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos williamson you're our favorite Carlos williamson don't worry about that don't worry about that we're um we're actually broadcasting from the middle of colorado this evening thanks mm-hmm. jeff for the opening of the beer no and problem. uh and we have a special co-host co-host i almost said co-host with us uh tonight it's uh the infamous michelle she's been uh with us before and uh yeah she's here tonight to uh, help us along the way welcome back sister
3: well thank you i you know, I'm glad that you accepted my bribe to join the team tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We're, I didn't. <laughs> t- yeah, is it kind of weird that you're not actually replacing Jeff this time? You're just kind of with us?
3: Well, yeah, you right? know Jeff. Jeff was on that last podcast I did. He was oh, just was he? coming from some like rehab. Oh yeah, that's right. He phoned in. Yeah, I
0: was breaking <laughs> out. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> We're trying to trying to put that all behind us. By the way, it's been kind of a actually, dark past.
3: Yeah, I think he was in Colorado and I was in Michigan. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. Actually,
3: <laughs> are you serious? Yeah.
2: yeah, Colorado. Is that
3: where I was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah,
2: that was a, yeah. That was a good. That was a good um week night. I don't know. what it, Whatever it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. You made it that far before the start It goblet. started
1: the downfall of Charlie Sheen. That's right. Or at right. least the, you
3: know, downfall. <laughs> Picked you up while you are on the lam. <laughs> it's not Brown, not mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, very true. Very true. Um,
1: <laughs> I do want to start- say must, it's pretty cool podcasting from an eight-year-old's room. Yeah, I've got a copy of Danica McKellar's Kiss My Math here in front of me. I'm kind of paging through it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I hope it's, I'm sure it's a good read. Winnie I didn't Cooper understand for all those any of the
1: words that you just said. Danica McKellar's uh, Winnie from, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, that yeah, was? that's right. Winnie yeah, Cooper. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, she's yeah. got a book called Kiss My Math.
3: She's <laughs> and trying to encourage girls to be, you know, more math-centered.
0: So
1: uh, I'm just kind of sexy at the same creative. time.
0: Okay. <laughs> There's info on there on, like, how to pick up guys, is there not? Like, isn't it, like, how
1: well, to... Do you pick supportive friends? <laughs> Take this quiz. <laughs> what guys really think about smart girls? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, 20 Ways to Beat Stress,
0: and it's a book,
2: a magazine.
0: <laughs> Jim, there's a lot of good information in that
2: book. You should, you should check it out. Let's. You know what? Just Let's just skip the podcast, and Jim can read that aloud. Screw <laughs> copyright and cringies. <laughs> Next book. And more.
0: Um, I I should I did want to give another shout out to everybody. Uh, last week we had the Family Feud episode. If uh, you didn't catch it, it was a, a fantastic one, and we had a lot of a lot of people involved. And I wanted to give another thank you to everybody that was there, everybody that was listening. Um, always a fun time. And uh, yeah, it's the it's day the, the podcast after the Christmas, the holiday season. I hope everybody had a f- fantastic one. And yeah,
1: uh, yeah, I'd like to thank Netflix for their gift that they sent me.
0: Netflix sent you a gift for Christmas.
1: Yep. Was they, it on uh,
0: Christmas day like 1201
1: style? No, uh, it was beforehand. But uh yeah, it was they allowed me to um get the next movie MIQ, so I could have, you know, an additional movie out at one time.
0: Don't you already have like three <laughs> 14 <movies of> them? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, so they, all that was is they let me keep one extra one out. So now I just have to return two next time I want a movie.
2: Wow. Like, uh, awesome. Thank you. So- Did they do that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: so they sent you the email on sunday did they say when they were sending the movie out
1: um i clicked it right away so i think it made it to my house before i even came out here so it was it was oh, yes. before we left for the trip
0: he will so. be like just to explain that little surprise in your mailbox <laughs> that was us being nice yeah um
1: no i had to accept the mm, gift first
0: right right um so i want to run down really quick you know we're we're movie oriented people we obviously may have asked or gotten or received some kind of movie paraphernalia for Christmas for the holidays. Jeff, did you get anything uh movie oriented this last week when uh, when you were gone? Anything special? You just totally uh did you get like a trip to the
2: theater anything? Um actually um my fiancé got a gift card to the theater, which I think we're going to use to go see the Sherlock Holmes movie. The theater. The theater. Yeah. So, well, it's a $25 gift card. It probably will not pay for both of our kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Uh, James, how about you? You get anything sweet?
1: Uh, I also got a gift card to the local theater. Um, I did get a couple of humorous T-shirts that involved some movie themes, one of which I'm wearing now. That says Caution, Children at Play. And it's like a Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker uh um, lightsaber fighting Fair. um i did get a movie i got inception
0: which was um like you asked oh. for like 30 movies uh
1: i've a, got it yeah i've got a big wish list that's a few this. quite a few pages long Very for my collection so on blu-ray i assume yes gotcha yep and then i think that's it movie related
0: and Michelle, how about you? I saw we all actually spent Christmas together, but I don't remember every every uh you know gift that. Uh,
3: yeah, I also got a gift card to a theater and a promise to um. Do some babysitting, which is you know a must. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They
0: That's bought as you a- good as money. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's no way to use the gift card without any sort of built-in babysitting promise. <laughs> uh, so we've got that, and then uh, yeah, I got a couple like old movies: Thomas Crown Affair*, uh, *Beverly Hills Cop*, which I did not have on DVD, uh, and oh, I got you had a another '80s one, didn't you? Oh, *Willow*. Oh, yeah, Willow. We watched that wow. with the kids. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah.
1: Forced Inter- kids to watch Willow. Yeah, I've done that twice this year now. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> Which I should Forced mention
3: children.
0: some 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 Christmas movie watching that happened. We ended up catching on Christmas Day. We did did we watch uh, um, Beverly Hills Cop on Christmas Day or was that the day after?
1: That's all blur. I don't know.
0: Uh
3: yeah. Uh, yeah. And we we
1: didn't really watch it. it. Yeah,
0: we, <laughs> we, watched watched it. we watched half, watched half of
3: through, it. I it. think that was Christmas Day. Yeah, that was fantastic.
1: Yeah. I also it's remember kind of neither of you made it to the horrible stuntman edit. Yeah, no. we'll have to watch it
0: later. I'm I'm sure it'll happen. Um, Willow, which we forced uh, Michelle's uh, kids to watch with us, they hadn't seen it before. Them being very very young, I have uh, I think this was
2: my first time, and <laughs> also not born in the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> right, right.
3: It,
0: I think this is my first time I uh, was sitting with a child young enough to be scared of pretty much everything that was going mm-hmm. on, um, <laughs> and it's just hilarious how they'll able, like build up to this. They'll like to let you know that they're scared at first. They'll like start like. Sort of getting closer to you. And mm-hmm. then, like, they're... I don't know if... Like, is it a whelp? Like, what's the noise that, like, that she makes when she's just like... A, yeah, like, it's coming, yeah. it's coming. I'm even more scared now. Like, just... Yeah. Levels of it. It's, yep. it was yeah. cool. So that's just the one case.
1: kid. The other kid like watches it with like permanent windows on their eyes that yes. flap open and close depending on what the scene is.
3: <laughs> she always has her eye, her hands somewhere near her face just in case.
1: Oh my gosh. It and was... then
3: she will run from the room if there's something that she thinks that she doesn't want to watch. Yeah, She'll I just... had to
1: talk her back into the room when the trolls came in. <laughs> oh my... She wanted a full description before she came in to watch it. Like, what
0: do they <laughs> what look is... like? <laughs> <laughs> The other the other amazing thing while I described my uh, Christmas with kids was the amazing uh, descriptive power that they have to tell you great movies like Bolt and like (laughs) uh, Percy Jackson's The Lightning Thief. And she just described every plot, like every little step that it took during the movie. I'm like, well, I guess I've seen the movie now. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) let's not watch that one. So this is
3: what happens first. And then. (laughs) They're not really good at summarizing or just storytelling. <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
0: It was uh, pretty fantastic, but uh, uh, it's has it's been a, fan, a fantastic time being here. And uh, I do want to get back to it since we're kind of on vacation. We'll make it a quick episode, and of course, um, this hopefully for everybody that's probably back at work now, being it's uh, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can give you guys a little bit of a, a little bit of a rest on the trip to and from work but uh yeah movie review time people movie review time the big the meat of it Mm. and uh jeff we haven't uh, been talking to you for the week it's sort of be of surprise what did you catch this week
2: i have seen a shit ton of movies this week Um, did
0: you do an Ernest saves christmas the viewing by the way no i haven't done i haven't Ernest
1: in a few years for shame
2: i know i know um Dis- disappointing uh for for a lot of reasons and for a lot of people yeah uh, but um, oh, let's i did i did get the opportunity to see uh several 2001 movies um and one 2010 movie that i'm just gonna bring up real briefly but um the the actual well, – well, I guess we'll build up to the actual review that I want to do. But I saw on the plane to Florida, I saw – I spent my Christmas in Florida. Uh, and on the plane down, I saw Contagion and the first probably two-thirds of Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, and Contagion was – Contagion was okay. Um, for those the out- of you know Outbreak? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the basically Outbreak. outbreak. Super ensemble cast. My problem with Contagion was um, – that they give you so many cast members and so many little, like they've got this major story about this, uh, you know, disease outbreak, so many major, uh, like or the, the major thing is so many minor little story points like plot points that you just couldn't even like begin to care about any of the characters at all so it was like why even give this to me because I don't care about it you know give me give me the big the big idea or give me the the small story but don't give me both it's not yeah, so they were
0: know. so they were pitching like oh here's this person and he just lost his dad to the contagion and they showed him for five minutes his dad dies and that's it
2: for that well person. yeah right. and then yeah. and then cut and then cut back yep. to him later 45 minutes like two and a half more minutes of him and then yeah, you know on stupid. to the next thing it's, yes. yeah so that kind of sucks
0: hello listeners greg here this is the part of the podcast where jeff's microphone kept on failing so we decided to have him broadcast from the moon if he sounds any differently it's probably due to the solar flares enjoy the rest of the show
2: i also saw the 2011 woody allen movie midnight in paris starring owen wilson he's uh he's engaged to rachel mcadams and uh, he's with her family in paris and he is a writer from LA, like a Hollywood screenwriter, who is kind of dissatisfied with doing Hollywood hack jobs and is going to start trying to write a novel or is writing a novel. And he's sort of obsessed with this idea of like 1920s Paris, where there's this great generation happening and, and all that. And he finds sort of this, not time machine, but he can go, he can be in a certain spot at midnight and he'll go kind of back in time to. Uh, Hang out with the the famous people of that time, see so guys. Did you also
0: was, see this on the on the plane? Was this the longest No, no, this the was, world? <laughs> okay. no I
2: did not see this on the plane. <laughs> um, <laughs> should have, <laughs> um, but. Uh, it, uh, it, it was pretty cool, actually, um, and it's got sort of an ensemble cast because there are a lot of people playing like small historical roles. Uh, Adrian Brody plays Salvador Dali, for instance, and uh, it was it was actually a pretty cool movie. It had sort of this grass is always greener type feel to it, and um, I don't know, I, I liked it. It was it was a pleasant. And a uh, very watchable movie, and uh, Marion Cotillard, I believe is how you don't pronounce her name, <laughs> uh, <laughs> was was uh, really excellent in it as well. She plays one of the people that he meets in the 20s. She might be uh, nominated for Best Supporting for it, although I doubt it. But she was, she was really good in it. Was uh,
0: what's funny is they actually did a similar thing in Hugo. Do you end up catching Hugo? I know you're saying you're going to see. Uh, it.
2: no, no, did not wind up seeing Hugo.
0: Um, it's uh, they do a similar thing where they show like a quick glance of oh, that's Salvador Dali, and oh, that might be Fitzgerald. And they like because it's supposed to be in like 1930s ish Paris, and um, it's interesting that this one also does the the same thing. Uh, but yeah, interesting. And uh, I'm I'm guessing you saw a lot of Woody Allen and Owen Wilson, or no?
2: Uh, no Woody Allen at all, actually. That's but Owen, Owen Wilson. Uh, oh, you mean Woody Allen in? Owen yeah, Wilson. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, to an extent, like the uh, I don't even know what the word is, but like the the, the needling, self-deprecating type. Right, of right. <laughs> it was. It was sort of in the there. Yeah. Right. It was sort of in there. It wasn't. It wasn't as pronounced as it would have been in Woody himself. But it was. Right. It was
0: gotcha cool man cool and uh was that the the last of the movies, movies? actually
2: i do have one more and i'll keep it brief because i know i've been talking a lot oh um well one, one <laughs> i saw cop out no wow when was this uh, well it was free on hbo on demand and i was going through with uh with Reza, and she was like well what about cop out i was like no <laughs> <laughs> well what about we're, we're not gonna watch that not at come all on, was tracy morgan not funny in that movie come on i don't like tracy morgan i don't think he's funny at all really um, i don't find tracy morgan that good either yeah
0: all right this is like an intervention Jeez. hold it off hold off a
2: little bit. <laughs> but uh there was uh I'll, I'll spare everybody there was one thing that was mildly funny and it was trade there uh tracy morgan and bruce willis are um their partners and Tracy Morgan's in like the interrogation room playing bad guy at the beginning. And he's using all these movie quotes and most of them don't really apply, but he's using a bunch of movie quotes and one of the, and Bruce Willis is sort of like commenting on each one. And one of them is yippee ki motherfucker. And Bruce <laughs> Willis goes, I have no idea what movie that's from. <laughs> or something. Like, I've never heard that right. So that's, that's your good joke. The rest of the movie was complete and utter shit. Uh, despite Kevin Pollock's best uh, best attempts as like a uh, sort of a big character, and uh, so anyway, don't see Cop out obviously. And <laughs> I don't know why I need to say that. Uh, but
3: uh, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, I had never even heard of the movie. I never it's, even knew uh, it existed. Uh,
2: it looks so bad.
3: It's really <laughs> terrible. It's really <laughs> bad. Uh, all
2: right, and the the last one. Uh, saw kind of an art house type movie, uh, Roman Polanski movie based on a, a play. The movie's called Carnage, Ooh, and okay. it, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool actually. Um, it stars uh, Kate Winslet, Jodie Foster, Christoph Waltz, who we all remember from uh, Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Jesse, Riley, yeah, and. It, those are pretty much the only four characters in it. Again, it's based on a play, and the idea is that two parent or th- th- these four parents—they're two sets of uh, married people in Brooklyn—are trying to like sort of have a cordial uh, conversation about their sons getting into a fist fight or a uh, like one 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 of the kids hit the other kid with a stick um in the face they're supposed to be like five year old kids or what Like, <laughs> like yeah maybe okay, like, okay. Like, like yeah so like young, young enough like and it's sort of a, it's sort of a cool movie it's it's kind of like you know it starts out with this conversation and pretty much the beginning of the movie is like okay well we've got that all sorted out now so you know thanks for coming by and then like the people kind of continue this conversation and the conversation just continues in this facade of uh cordiality starts to crumble around them and these different sort of worldviews start, start to come out and um it's it, it was it was very there were times when it was pretty funny um there were there were some interesting ideas uh it, the good parts definitely you should see this movie I wouldn't I, I would go either weak stamp of approval or one step short of stamp of approval right. I'll, I haven't put a stamp in a while so I'm gonna go stamp wow uh,
1: have you ever seen uh who's afraid of Virginia Wolf?
2: Um, I haven't, but I I have heard that this was sort of like it.
1: Yeah, that's basically four people in the room that just deteriorate into bickering and yelling at each other. and It's just pure conversation, just pretty much single set. Uh, That movie had a couple sets, but yeah, it was was kind of interesting. Just curious if that held in. Very
2: very similar from what I understand. Um, But uh, interesting characters, uh, funny dialogue. Christoph Waltz is phenomenal in it. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get nominated again. In fact, everyone in this movie, I wouldn't be surprised to to see them get nominated. They all four were just excellent. Uh, Roman Polanski. I don't know if I mentioned directed it. And I, I haven't. I don't know. Like I like Chinatown. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as your
0: politics goes on that matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so,
2: um, yeah. Uh, but I liked it. It was it was good. Um, it was cool. That the the downside is you can tell it's supposed to be a play. Like there are lots of sort of. I think they're in theater and drama there, there, you can get away with like a soliloquy or like a diatribe where you're yeah. basically like espousing a worldview to an audience. Whereas right. in a movie you come to expect actual like dialogue and, and that, you know, but, um, but overall, yeah. I mean, if you're, if, if you can, if you can stand a movie without really action and just all conversation and all character development, this is a pretty cool movie. Yeah, Christoph Waltz is my boy. I'm taking him. He's he's my, awesome, <laughs> in it. he was he was by far my favorite character. So
0: John C. Riley holds his own. Like I would say, among the four, he's probably like the the least accomplished. He holds his own in the movie.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Very cool. You know, least accomplished. I would say Jodie Foster. Really? <laughs> hmm.
1: I'll take, I'll take, From yeah. a dramatic point of view, maybe. I mean, I can see that. I mean, John C. Riley seems to do a lot more comedy than the rest of them all.
2: Yeah, but he's also done. I mean, he's done a lot of. You know, he was in Magnolia. He was a he. He's you know he's one of those, he's kind of been a favorite of uh, indie directors for a while. I feel oh yeah, like. definitely. Jody yeah. Foster was in Maverick. I don't know if you remember that. But... <laughs> 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 he doesn't seem to be
0: happy with that.
2: Was also, what was the name of that movie? It was like the 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 one that stood up or something like that. The, the, I think it was, the was just the
1: brave one or
0: something the one. or the brave.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, the brave one. That
0: was the... <laughs> Jeff. You're sort of you're sort of falling out of communication here. So we're gonna we're gonna just pass you up. And uh, I'm amazed the the seal approval hasn't been used in a while. So that's uh, it'll be uh, interesting. I'm gonna have to definitely have to check it out immediately. Then also interesting point, which this might come down to his uh, play. Uh, the fact that it's based off the play is uh, that's 80 minutes long. It's an 80-minute uh, drama. Oh, kinda really? Short. Yeah, kind of short. Any
2: longer, a little painful.
0: Yeah, I uh, um, I kind of heard what you said, and <laughs> <laughs> I think you said any longer to be a little painful.
2: Uh, but
3: <laughs>
0: all right, Jeff's Jeff's out of the picture for now. We're gonna move on to our next movie review, and I know Jeff was talking about how he, um, he might want to see this when we were talking before. Uh, we have uh, Michelle, myself, and James at different times caught uh, Sherlock Holmes. So uh, I guess, James, if you want to start us off, we'll talk about it.
1: Uh, Sure. Um, Real quickly before that, I'll just give two quick plugs for two other movies I saw. Uh, Bolt uh, saw uh, the side character save it. Still kind of cute. And then uh, saw Muppet uh, Christmas Carol for the first time. And it was all right. It wasn't great. But it was all right. I needed a little bit more of the the classic uh, Muppets in there for me to enjoy it. What do you mean? But, some of the c- classic Muppets? Um, they. I mean, it just didn't seem like a lot of the normal guys you would normally see were interweaved in there. And like, okay. I mean, Swedish so, Chef and all those guys. It's just like there's a couple, you know, like Beaker and him showed up, and you know, the old, two old guys I think introduced right. it or something.
0: I just didn't know so, if you meant like physical Muppets or if you meant like the Muppet feel.
1: And yeah, but right, yeah. So anyway, um, Sherlock Holmes. Um, in theaters now. Um, it's pretty much the continuation of the first one. Uh, kind of picks up right where it left off, where they hint that this uh, Moriarty is uh, going to be menacing people. And sure enough, it uh, jumps right into uh, um, Sherlock is kind of hunting down Moriarty. Um, the Rachel McAdams character is involved in the beginning to kind of bring those two uh, people together. Um, I, It was good. Uh, they uh, my favorite part about it was uh, Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. still, I think, have that great rapport uh, in their conversational style, which was nice. Um, Numi Rapace is the the new character in it that uh, is kind of a ally. Um, she was all right. Um, I th- I pretty much think anybody who's going to be on the good side of this movie is going to have a hard time like living up to the the uh Robert Downey Jr. you know Jude Law combination. Right. Um but yeah, they uh didn't,
3: they didn't give her much to do in the movie. Yeah, either. and
1: I mean like even in the other one, Rachel McAdams first one is, I don't know, it just seemed like she was just way too overshadowed to uh to um you know kind of contribute that much to the movie. Um I thought uh Jared Harris as Moriarty was excellent. Um you might know him from Mad Men if people watch that. Um uh, yeah I thought he was a perfect role for that, and I thought uh, Stephen Fry as uh Sherlock's brother uh mycroft did a really good job um but yeah the, the movie was good um I thought the plot was a little bit more simplistic than the first one it's a lot of, a lot easier to uh you know connect the dots that sort of thing um there were a couple of things that uh, were unique about the first one that they repeated in this one, and t- in my opinion didn't you know hold up as well as uh you know, it was the first time around, uh, they kind of changed a couple things that uh, I didn't particularly like. It was still good, but not as good as the first one.
0: You're talking about the, like, when he would go into, like, the analytical mode of the fight, like, that's about to happen? Yeah, he- like,
1: I didn't mind it the first time, but, like, the second time, um, when he's face- facing off with uh, Moriarty, uh, uh, he's he kind of does his point of view and the Moriarty does his own point of view. Oh god, like, it's so bad. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> I don't know why they did that. I would have rather the conclusion of his thought process be done by himself and not him, you know, mixed in with Moriarty. I'm like, alright, I don't understand <laughs> that. But, uh... It was yeah, like they're
0: talking on another plane. It was great. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah, so I don't know why they decided to mix the two, so that was kind of weird. But, uh, um, yeah, and then the, the very... And is is a little suspect, but uh, so I guess com- I won't a ruin broad it. In
0: comparison with the first one, you would give what grade to the first one and what grade to this one? Being our new guy, <sighs> um, just on the spot, we won't hold you to it for us. Right,
1: right. I would have probably given the first one. God, I, I kind of like the first. I would give it probably an A minus or B plus, and the second Oof. one probably okay. like a B minus. Okay.
0: All right. All right. Uh, Michelle, you were uh, a fan of the first Holmes. I know that. And uh you also caught the movie. What was your th- your thoughts compared to the first one?
3: Yeah, I think if you go in just like for the entertainment value and not really expecting a lot out of the movie, I mean, it's, you know, you definitely it's have to that. Yeah, it's more just enjoying the yeah, the relationship between you know Holmes and Watson and and their <laughs> their chemistry that they have. It, it, that that part was entertaining
0: right it's um I caught it too and I was uh I must admit I was a little blitzed when I watched the movie so maybe I was a little more simple-minded than usual but there were uh, like you
2: take your nieces yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it was one of those days uh but it just seemed like Guy Ritchie just completely just went off off the hook on this and when uh it just seems like Guy Ritchie just went nuts and just decided to add everything he could to to make every fight or bullet or whatever look super cool. And yeah. it kind of bothered me. Um, I think the it really stuff.
3: disrupted the pacing, like the, the, the whole thing with them running through the forest to right. train. I'm just like, it just seemed painful. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> the, uh, the action, I think. Uh, it kind of suffered a lot more in this movie for my pet peeve of where they're a little too zoomed in on the action. So it's harder to see what was going on. And I didn't think the first one like relied on that too much. So I was a little disappointed there too.
0: Right now, one last thing. And again, I don't want to spoil it too much for uh, those listening and for Jeff, but uh, Mark Strong being the bad guy in the first movie and you've got uh, Jared Harris playing Moriarty in the second one. Is it just me or did I, I like the the bad guy in the first one more? Like there were like I know there's a lot of mystery involved, uh, Jeff. I'm I'm just gonna assume everybody here's seen the first one or at least that's yeah, a, yeah. I'm gonna spoil it regardless. But you get the mystery of like, okay, what is going on with the and the bad guy because it looks like he's back to life or is he or what? And maybe that helped, but it seemed like that guy was more interesting than Moriarty.
1: Oh, I think it was because of the I mean the plot itself. I mean really? you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on with Mark Strong's character, whereas Moriarty is very just. You know, black and white, like, you know what's happening. You know what he's up to, you know, right. and they're just trying to, you know, it's yeah. He didn't seem dangerous. He just seemed like a smart guy that he was up against.
2: Yeah. So, can Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the things that was interesting with the first one that went really well with the Sherlock Holmes theme, and I haven't seen the second one yet, is this idea of the bad guy being somewhat mystical and um, like, uh, magical and and beyond reason, and Sherlock Holmes using reason to completely bring him down, and that's sort yeah. of the Sherlock yeah. Holmes thing. Yep. And um, if they if they eschew that type of thing in the second one, then fuck them and fuck it. Uh, it, it does <laughs> seem like that. It really does.
1: Yeah.
0: He tried like everything that seems to be like okay. I just deduced what this issue is just by the evidence that's involved. You see a little bit of that. But it seems like everything else is just action and the yeah yeah I like the and pl- the
1: little hints are a lot more obvious in this movie than they were in the first one right It's just like yeah. oh pay attention to this right here because it's important <laughs> oh okay thanks right
3: yeah. and it, uh, it, it yeah ended up like a giant chess match I mean like they you know like they're basically you know like two great chess players just sort of competing against each other and trying to you know figure out what everyone's next moves are and, and so that's sort of the running theme through them through the movie right and it. it
0: did it seem like that all that much though? Like it to me, it, like it would be really cool if Moriarty. Yeah, it was just the Battle of the Minds, and it's they should have just toned down the action, and then it would have felt that way more to me. You know, yeah, fun. I mean they yeah.
1: portrayed a little bit like in the like the opera house scene and that kind of stuff, but right. uh, yeah, it's they could have done a better job.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so it sounds like I mean
1: I still enjoyed the movie, but yeah, it, I didn't think it was near the first one.
0: In terms of movies still out, like it's not, you know, it, for me, I would say still go. Like in terms of the action ones, maybe go see Mission Impossible, even though we haven't seen that yet. I would almost just put my money on that. Roll
1: movie. the dice. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I really would. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll get uh, put the movie reviews to rest and move on to our Parker Posey play along. Try to try to wrap this baby up. The Parker Posey from a couple weeks ago, since we didn't do one for the Family Feud episode, was actually the question from James. Which an odd question for you, Jim? An odd question. It was,
1: yeah. I was hoping uh, to appeal to the masses besides me. So
0: no, nobody reads anymore. You apparently
1: failed. not uh, <laughs> yeah. failed poorly. Name,
0: name your favorite film that's based on a book you've read, and uh, there were or there were quite a few answers, James. Do you want to bring up any specific, or has it been too long? Um,
1: I guess my favorite would have been the Princess Bride one, because had I, you know read that book i probably would have you know used that as my choice
0: yeah yeah and uh michelle don't to put you on the spot but uh, do you have a, an answer for such a such a question so
3: Ooh, yeah
0: what's a movie <laughs> you've seen that you liked from it or favorite if you can actually pick that up quick
3: uh yeah well you know um i really liked um blade runner and okay. I went back and read, I actually read the story after watching the movie, which usually works better for me. Uh, and I, you know, they both are somewhat different, but are really great in their own. So interesting. I would pick that one. Blade... I don't know what everyone else answered. So sorry if I, I no, repeated you're... somebody else's. Blade Runner. Okay. <laughs> Blade Runner safe.
0: No, yeah, you're on. You got it. You got it. Um, so that was the question from a couple of weeks ago and this is my new year's question and it's, it's totally awesome. Um, I can't believe we, as the greatest minds in movie history, have never thought of this before. And it's not every uh, day we get uh, female co-hosts on, so this will be a perfect question uh-huh. for Shell. It's the perfect question. Oh, my God. It's just great. Um, <laughs> so my question for you guys, and this is about as simplistic as it gets, and we talk about hot chicks all the time, but we're not going to specifically talk about hot chicks today. The question is, sexiest movie outfit. Literally, that's all it is. I want sexiest movie outfit. Pick any character from a movie. There is one rule: there need to be like an actual outfit on these people. (laughs) (laughs) No porno comments. Um, And uh, yeah, there's some obvious pickems out there that um, I should probably just make it as a difficulty rating. You can't pick, but I'll leave it. Um, Is one of them golden? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm (laughs) avoiding that one, but I actually am taking another obvious one. It actually was tough because. I try to think like, okay, well, you know, thinking back to, you know, we've we've had this discussion before, hottest female, and of course, Michelle, you and I, of course, always talk about hottest male. I don't, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Um, so my or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, so I'm going to steal the the easy pickem one of Kate back in Salem Underworld. That's an obvious, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm kind of picking the the simple one. I should have. Uh, um, pick the little harder one, but it's just too good of an answer, and I. I, could,
2: didn't, I didn't know if that was like the obvious one.
0: Um, it is, it is. Uh, it's uh, it's, let's say top. I don't know. It's got to be. It's up
1: there, and it's She's eff- freaking hot. So yeah, yeah. I think so that's,
0: yeah. That's the other thing. Like, it, it could be you know maybe the outfit does it for you or the girl. I don't know. Whatever or the guy. Whatever the situation is. But that's my pick. And we're just again, like if you want rules, I would say like you know. It's, she's got to. This person has to be covered with a costume. Is is the rule here? So, no, uh, no crazy picks. Like no, uh, like I know Jeff wants to take Total, total Recall and that girl with the three boobs. That doesn't count,
3: even though it's a costume.
0: <laughs> nobody has three boobs that I know of. That you know. Of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's my pick. And uh, yeah, open the floor. And of course, you know, if you want to pick a male or a female costume, knock yourself out.
1: Um, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is uh from uh, Desperado. where um Oh your girl. Yeah, my girl. Uh, I guess I go straight to my girl, Selma Hayek. Yeah. And she's walking down the street in that like sundress kind of thing and I like literally causing traffic accidents and stuff. <laughs> so, I'm going, I'm going with that.
0: And she has uh a quite allure on uh Dustal Dawn too. She's in that until she yeah, tries to do to a yeah. demon crazy a
1: little chick, bikini man. and yeah. if yeah. a snake counts as a costume, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a costume. It's a costume,
0: people. It counts. Yeah,
1: I'm going with the uh, Desperado.
0: Don't judge. Uh, right, right. Jeff or uh, Jeff or Michelle.
3: Hmm.
0: See, I I know Michelle's gonna have problems with this. She's just way, She's way too nice to say. an well, pick an answer.
3: I feel like I should have you know like a man, you know, like somebody male to talk about. <laughs> Because just to offer the female perspective.
0: But <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: I, I know, but I can't come up with anything. So I guess uh, what actually popped into my head first was because um, we were just talking about the Thomas Crown affair. One of the great things about the movie is that they do some great costumes for Renee Russo. And so she shows up for a black tie. It's a black and white event. So everyone's in tuxedos and white dresses or black dresses. And she comes in in like, this amazing red dress. And, of course, she's there to get Pierce Bros- Brosnan's attention. So uh, I that that just popped into my head. Probably because we were just talking about it. Uh-huh, but, right, yeah. right, right,
0: Michelle.
1: She has some like, see-through number, too, <laughs> at some point.
3: Uh yeah, there's like a beach scene later where she's topless or something. So that, there, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah, be be, gonna be gonna private parts need to be covered, Michelle. Private parts need to be covered. Well, <laughs> yeah, so no. there's no, there's no uh, James Bond or anything
3: that will do it for no, you. I you know I'm I've got to think about it some more. Um, yeah, you, you know they don't they don't spend as much time trying to make the guys look sexy in these movies most right. of the time. So
2: and it's the best the, thing a guy can look is in a tuxedo and we all look the same in a tuxedo. Right, so. right. <laughs> and
0: from a an standpoint, girls think a lot less about sex than guys. So you're at a disadvantage. It's not, yeah. it's not your fault.
3: Well, you know, I know that everybody made a big deal about like uh, Daniel Craig when he became the next bond guy and him like in his bathing suit coming out, but you know, he doesn't really do it for me. So all right. All right. Not really. not I don't know. Fare. I can't think of anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah jeff i i'm dying to know what's on
2: your mind well the first <laughs> thing and this is I, I i'm sharing this in confidence so i hope i <laughs> <we> don't post this <laughs> on the internet or anything the first thing that popped into my mind and twisted as it may sound is um jessica rabbit <laughs> yes
0: that uh, okay all right i'll, I'll allow it okay. um, it's a it's an animated animated person but uh, yeah i guess that counts
2: but then I thought about it more, uh. <laughs> and I decided that I wouldn't ever admit that. Yeah, it, right, right. Yeah, Nothing about that, it. That, that sounds insane. Um, so uh, I, I think, actually, to me, somebody that was dressed in a really, really sexy outfit was um, Margot Tenenbaum, Gwyneth Paltrow as, as Margot Tenenbaum, and like just something about the um, like the very – minimalist like indie she wore like these t-shirt dress things i don't even know what you'd call them there's a name for these i'm sure but the raccoon
0: eyes, is the the raccoon eyes do it for you
2: the raccoon eyes definitely do it for me (laughs) also i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna dance around that do it for me big time but uh yeah i it's it's something about like that like striped um like one piece t-shirt dress thing really really uh does it for me I was, like, to help Michelle, I'm just trying to, like, figure out, oh, okay, like,
3: sexy male. Sex- I know. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, well, maybe Jeff can buy me some time and I can about something <laughs> before yeah. the end. But, yeah, I mean, Ryan Gosling was great in um, uh, Crazy Stupid Love or whatever. But Right, when he uh, took you know. his shirt off, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, like, yeah, they obviously spent some time, you know, costume designing his stuff because he had all those fitted suits and everything. He looked sharp. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, you know for guys to be sexy that yeah they usually run around with no shirt on so that's not really a costume
0: yeah that's not very useful not very useful at all um that's a good point
3: it's a very good point
2: what Um, movies has tom selleck been in
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's quickly down under what's the
0: What? No Kurt Russell and Captain Rod or anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I, I thought of... I thought
0: he looked great in that movie.
2: Jean Claude Van Damme, and hard target. <laughs> <Right>.
3: <laughs> How does it feel to be
0: haunted? Oh man. But yeah, it's um. I, I know it's not a, a difficult question, but apparently uh, there's some hard 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 questions to be answered out there, and it's uh the the question is going to be on the boards, goingtothebed.com, and also on the Facebook page. Uh, look for the movie hour. Question is simply. We're looking for what do you think is the sexiest movie or outfit in the movie. And, yeah, difficulty rating. It needs to be actual clothes. So please uh, please keep that in mind. And, uh, yeah, those can be up on the boards. And it's been a, a vacation vacation podcast sort of squished between Christmas and New Year's. So I know it's a little bit truncated, but thanks again, everybody, for listening. It's been a great year, um, I guess. Yeah, we're going to be next year, 2000. Twelve, I think it is. I got to check my watch, but uh, yeah, a fantastic time, a fantastic year. James and Jeff, thank you so much for uh, being a part of it.
1: Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, drive safe, everybody, and
0: happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Years, Michelle. Thanks. Thank you for joining. Yeah,
3: thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's always great.
0: A, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to have more more people on the show. And uh, yeah, we will. Uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be back in Michigan, and everything will be back to normal but you'll be uh, still listening to the movie hour. The fantastic Rick Moranis, Honey, I Shrunk the Movie Hour. We'll catch you next time.